リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーハーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッAnd welcome in to another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. <laughs> That is right, baby. We are back and we are ready to take over the anime space with not only the best of the best hot takes, the most flagrant of flagrances of all. The greatness of what's imbued within the animation sphere, but always having a good time to sit down and talk with all of you about the things we know and love. So, shout outs again to the other podcasts I'm doing, the Shallow Oceans podcast. It has been nothing but a good time posting every single night on it. It's been an absolute blast, and I'm not only thankful for every single one of you guys that has joined me in somewhat of the adventure, whatever type of content I do, but just know that I love all of you, and I do this because I care. So I hope you're doing well, and before we move forward, I need you to take all of my love, my positivity, and all of my greatness because no matter what struggles you face within this life, they are only a test to see if you have what it takes to move forward. Remember, anything worth it in life will not be easy, and if it's easy, It's not worth it. So keep moving. Do not let it get to you. And try without any division within yourself to be the best you you possibly can be. And I want to give a quick shout out again to my mother. Happy day of birth to you. It was an honor to spend this evening with you and to take you out for a dinner date. I had a pleasure. You are a lady amongst ladies, and thank you for helping me become the man I am today. So sorry for no stream again, but I had to spend it with the ones I loved. So there's so much to get to. So little time. So we're gonna start with the anime of the week. Y'all want something new to watch? Already seen Boku no Pico. Don't trip. Anime Senpai has the show of the week coming in hot. So sit back, crack a brewski, and get the popcorn ready because it's time for the anime of the week. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this anime of the week is a show that I must say has literally spanned against the concept of space and time. This show was not only originally released back in 1969, it was also remade over 50 years later. Pretty much 50 years exactly. In 2019, this show is one of those shows when you watch it, not only are you going to be definitely invested within the first episode, but it's a fun concept on a story we keep hearing so overplayed with demons and samurais, etc. But this time, what if I told you it's so dark and deranged that the main character was not only supposed to be a sacrifice to the demon gods, but he survived. And is now on a mission to not only retrieve all of the body parts they took from him, but it is such a sensationally written show, and the direction of it is flawless. And it was also only on Amazon Prime for the longest time. It is none other than. Never end, I cry. 
The intro, supreme. The exit, the ED to the actual show itself, phenomenal. Everything about this show screams excitement. And I love the fact that this show is not only one of those things that's kind of a modern day twist on something we've seen repetitively, overdone all the time, but the thing I love about this show is, is that the main character, he literally had like zero personality, he couldn't even talk, couldn't even see, couldn't even really hear, but he was on this mission of trying to retrieve his body parts and basically hunt these demons, because that's like the only thing he could basically see within this vastness of darkness. It was insane. The concept is super legit. The fact that this anime was made 50 freaking years ago, and if I may say now, even longer, because now it's 2024, the concept is immaculate. The progression of the story is flawless. The characters, the secondaries, the episodic vibe where you see a lot of these demons integrating with, I guess you could say, society and humans. One story that was like the forbidden love where it was like a demon who fell in love with a human and their whole concept. Of, and there's even this halfway point where basically you get introduced to this girl that's taking care of these orphans and everything that's happened to them and her to help them survive. And what happens at the end, I had to pause the series for multiple weeks because of how much it just destroyed my core. I've always said this, I will continue to say this. Anime is literally the greatest form of entertainment from an imaginary standpoint, and Japan still has not let me down. I'm so pumped to be a part of this even experience, and the fact is, if you guys want to have a crazy Ronin-born kid that's male-informed, that has, he's limbless, no facial features, no freaking internal organs, and watch this kid finally get everything back because he hunts all these demons, and then the ending of this, oh, it's a shonen, it's well done. The character design is immaculate. I never went back to watch the original version of it, but I can only imagine that it probably is very consistent with the actual literature series and everything as well, but it is supreme. I had to shout it out. So many people who know, know. If you have not done yourself the service and just spent a little time watching it, go watch. You will not be disappointed. The adaptation by MAPPA, eh, still well done. <laughs> and now... There are so many great things to get to in the wild word of an And now, there's so many great things to get to within the wild world of anime. Let's go straight into the anime news! I've never been on live television before. Had your kids, had your wife, and had your husband. Don't watch the news. Ain't nobody got time for this. Great story, compelling and rich. Because I'm a kid and apparently every time Grandpa just gives me the remote after we watch the Powerball. Thank you, Cindy, for sending it back here to the studios. This is Alex Dyser reporting live from the Anime Senpai studios here in Los Angeles of KCACA. And now we have some breaking stories to bring to your attention. The first one on the docket, Jujutsu Kaisen reveals Yuta's Domain Expansion. The release of Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 24 has finally revealed what the fans of the manga have been waiting years for, Yuta's Domain Expansion Technique. Now, I am somebody who is not a super nerd into Jujutsu Kaisen. I am saying this openly. I know, I know, it's crazy. Who would have thought Senpai isn't a super fan of shonens? I get it. I know it's a dark shonen. The show's hyped up. Everybody likes it. It's turned like the modern day One Piece. But the fact is, I may be alone on this, but is anybody else ever confused on some of these domain expansions and like the intrisicates, intrisicates, all the intrisicness that's inside a lot of these domain expansions? Because sometimes I feel like a odd man out 
or maybe I'm just not in the mix, but there's so many times I'm watching them explain it and I'm sitting there baffled like I'm a five-year-old watching Bill Nye the Science Guy explain why a microorganism from space would not be able to conceptually breathe the follicles and molecules within the subterranean levels of the ocean. I'm literally sitting there thinking to myself, is it really this confusing or am I just that dumb? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But when I read this story, I'm super pumped. I love you. I love Utah personally. He's a cool character. I love everything about him, especially what he goes through. But the fact of the matter is when I read that about his domain expansion and the fans were super hyped about it, I personally was just like, I'm going to use this for a little bit of myself because, you know, sometimes Senpai likes to talk about Senpai. Is anybody else out there confused? Is it just me? And maybe I'm the only guy that really just doesn't care or doesn't really know or I don't know, but maybe it's just because I stopped watching. But the fact of the matter is I felt like there was a couple domain expansions when they happened. I sat there, kind of put on my molecule, olicle, what is it called? The thing, the, the onicle? What is the thing? The thing, the monocle? Yes, one of the things you put on your eyes, like one of those glasses. And I sat there back and I was like, Watson, I do not understand what is going on with this case, but it is riveting. <laughs> But no, shout out to Jujutsu Kaisen for almost having 250 chapters. That is actually sensational. Now, on to the next story, and one that I'm probably going to shit all over. Crunchyroll announces a worldwide launch of the new Anime Effect podcast. It is supposed to be a weekly show coming out, and it's going to be on all major, uh, major streaming platforms, and it's going to be released February 16th. Now, they have a YouTube video showing the three hosts and them basically trying to seem funny, trying to seem engaging, and I'll be honest with you, and I mean this in the most respectable way possible, Crunchyroll CEO Gita describes the podcast as a natural extension of our current Crunchyroll news program and a place where fans can dive deeper into everything anime and celebrate it regardless of what platform services it's on. Whether you watch anime every day or a casual viewer, this podcast is a must listen. Number one, of course she's going to say must listen because it's her damn company. And second of all, I watched the intro and the preview and this little kind of skit the three of them are doing to like get you hyped for this. I have no interest in this podcast. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one, anytime I see a podcast with two or more hosts, I know none of them are individually engaging and they need somebody else to create a conversational standpoint for you to feel engaged with it. And I've actually talked to people and it's actually sickening that there are so many people out there now doing podcasts just to do it. And these three individuals will probably be to so terribly boring by themselves. They had to throw three of them together, make them seem funny, intricate. They had this like fake persona of just like chemistry. It just seems so forced and foreign. When you pause on certain scenes and look at them staring at you blankly, it literally looks like three people who are just modern anime fans trying to do it because it gets them like basically paid attention and they can be on a podcast. And it's honestly sad to know that Crunchyroll is just grabbing individuals, throwing them together to not only meet probably public appearance, social stigmas, but the fact of the matter is grabbing people who aren't those people, if that makes sense. I could single-handedly, and I know I'm upset because it wasn't me. They didn't call me. Maybe I missed the email or the phone call. I don't know. But the fact is, I could single-handedly dominate a podcast by myself. I know for an absolute fact. Do you sit me down? Let me be the anime effect host and then just bring in a circle of guests every once in a while? I would dominate the literal shot out of that. With a studio room of producers and everything else with these laptops, it's, it's just funny to me now that I've really seen what podcasting is. 
everybody does podcasts now. Every major network has to have a podcast because it's revenue ship that you would be missing out. It's free content to push out to bring in more fandom to your page. And that's what's so funny about the CEO as well. They literally even know that they said it too. This doesn't matter what platform you're on. You don't even have to be a Crunchyroll fan. We just want to bring all the anime fans together, whether we're casual or day ones. <laughs> Must listen. Schmat. Dude, I, I try so hard to be like the roll or die with Crunchyroll. I've been a member for who knows how long because I pay for it. I support these kind of services. But it's almost like I'm at a point now where they had a podcast before through Crunchyroll and it fell off because it sucked and nobody listened to it. I'm making a prediction right here, right now. This podcast won't last that long, but they're going to try their hardest to bring in big name people within the anime community, voice actors, etc. Because they have three people and three people is still not enough for a show. For this show. Do you really fathom that? They literally said in this intro video that, oh, there's three hosts, but they're going to bring in guests as well. Can you imagine listening to four or five people talking on a podcast? It may just be me. I don't need that many people to be entertained. I'm not sure, but when I watch a really good movie, is there one main character or seven main characters? Pretty sure there's one, maybe two, and then really good secondary characters. This is a three main character show? Crunchyroll, I'm not sure what you were going for. Maybe you guys really don't understand the podcasting space. Don't worry, it's okay. Reach out to me. I have my business email, animesenpai at gmail.com. We'll talk, okay? We'll talk. Anime Senpai Podcast, okay? This is just despicable. No ill will to the three hosts. I don't even know who they are, but number one, didn't seem like they wanted it, in my opinion. Number two, seemed very forced. And number three, it's a check and you're gonna put me on camera? I'll take it, baby. Sign me up! I'm upset, because it wasn't me. That's really what it comes down to. Now, the next <laughs> the next topic is solo leveling removes. World-class studio from credits following backlash. I don't know if you heard this, but I saw this trending on TikTok as well as other social media platforms. This is insane. The popular solo leveling anime faces backlash from Korean viewers after including a talented but controversial studio in its production. Now, let me explain exactly why. The popular solo leveling anime has faced heavy criticism after including a controversial studio in its production. Studio PPURI, the studio responsible for animating the well-received solo leveling open song, was pulled from the anime's credits following backlash from Korean fans. As a Naver blog post notes, this one affected the domestic Korean distribution of the series, and the decision to do so was likely also motivated by the stock drop of solo leveling publishers, DC Media, Studio PPURI, has garnered a negative review, blah, 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 blah. So if you watch it, Basically, what they're talking about is something that was going on inside of it. So, basically what it is, and I'm going to it right now for you. Megali has attracted attention in Korea in part due to its, strate its, strate its strategy of exposing misogynistic behavior by doing it in reverse across online communities. The symbol of its movement is small peepees. Wow. Particularly attracted strong backlash due to its implications surrounding Korean penis sizes? Okay, hold the F on. Now, let's have a serious talk here. It's nice to finally have representation for those who need it directly, okay? The average PB size, we're not gonna get too dark here, have a human uh, social studies course or human science or anything. I'm just saying, the average size of most guys is not impressive. So, I mean, hey, I, I don't feel for y'all. I mean, hey, it's different on this side, but I'm, I'm just kidding. It's just, it's crazy to think that 
We're actually getting to the place I predicted and I was worried about. I was terrified of us starting to implementute and implement all of these social stigmas, political innuendos, and forced propaganda to push narratives to slowly devalue whatever it may be in a social standard or construct. And this one being people in Korea saying, number one, don't you dare talk smack on my pee-pee size. And number two, how dare you throw shade at the male figure, baby? What's up with this misogynistic tendency that you're throwing? That's crazy. And I am not shocked, to be honest with you. Now, I went back and watched the intro. It's very obvious if you know what you're looking for. I personally didn't know what I was looking for, so I was kind of just, you know, enjoying what was in front of me. But if you take a second and you step back and really observe it for what it is, it's pretty blatant, and it's sad to know that the biggest anime this year and the most hyped-up anime, because it's one of the biggest manhwas of all time, is actually being used to push misogynistic behavior and small peepees. Are you kidding me? What in the actual F? I'm I'm distraught, I'm upset, and I'm sad because I wanted anime to stay as pure and as long as possible. And I'm not comfortable sitting here being upset at a show that I'm thoroughly enjoying after the five episodes. Episode four was the best so far. But the fact is, why are we taking jabs? Why are we using this to push our own subtle objectives or motivation or perspectives of what we believe? That's not the place for this. This is meant to be an entertainment experience for all of us to come together to enjoy the beauty of creativity, the world of anime, and the beautiful animation style of giving us a world we could not go to ourselves. Shame on anybody who takes a moment like this to capitalize on a purpose of political reason or gain or momentum or symbolism, whatever it is, shame on you. And if this is actually a true thing, I am all about them doing whatever they need. Remove their name, remove their title, remove the company, whatever it is. Do not take this as an opportunity to push your objectives. Stick with the formatics. Stay in your lane. There's a reason why Michael Jordan never talked about politics when he was playing or the fact that he has the number one shoe selling company, Air Jordans in the world, because he knows better. You'll piss somebody off when you do it. So find a time or place and don't use a other content subject matter to push your objective. Make your own platform. Talk about it yourself. That's where it should be done. Don't capitalize on the fandom to push subconscious motions onto kids and the youth. How dare you? And I'm upset you use it on such a good show. Now, the last one, and a news story that's going to tie in to tonight's topics, which actually might not be truly anime, but it's topical and I want to talk about it. Power World Player recreates Attack on Titan in Pokemon-like game. So, the latest craze in the gaming sphere is Power World, and a Power World player has faithfully recreated. A Power World player has faithfully recreated the world of Attack on Titan within the monster-catching survival game that is being dubbed now Pokemon with guns. Now, first off, salute to the scouts out there. And if you don't know, Power World is basically a very intrinsic game where you can kind of play it like Minecraft, build your own world, your town, your base, etc. And you can have a lot of fun with it with the intrinsic notions of things you can do and all the fun you can have with it, right? So it's really cool to shout out this guy that spent so much time recreating it because I went and looked at the pictures. It's actually kind of crazy to see how he has built his own Attack on Titan world. That's unbelievable. And shout out to him for taking the time and doing that. I think it's sensational to see. I love it. I love seeing people be creative. I love see, seeing people take something to make it their own and to just shout out the things they love 
and doing it in a way that makes it even better. And that's why I also love Pal World so much is because it has been one of those games that has taken the world by storm and did it in the most simplistic and awesome ways. And also, it's good to hear people still supporting Attack on Titan even though it ended and I'm still upset at the fact it didn't get a nomination to Anime of the Year. See, Crunchyroll is just letting me down constantly. I might have to cancel my membership here sooner than later. Upsetting. That's the anime news of the week! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and weebs and otakus around this thing we call life, it's time to have a conversation about something that I think is going to trickle into not only the real world, but is going to show signs of how we the people are taking the power back and we are going to schnat on all these big major corporations and financial enterprises because it's time for us to finally get the things we deserve again. And you may be asking yourself, well, Alex, that's kind of a big statement. What even made you bring that up? How is that related to anything you could be talking to about or uh, any type of topic tonight? Well, what if I told you that the game that has been taking the world by storm is called Pal World? And that was just about the last story we had on the news article as well. Now, if you haven't heard about Pal World, Pal World is an upcoming game that's an action-adventure survival monster-taming game created and published by Japanese developers called Packet Pair. The game is set in an open world populated with animal-like creatures called pals, which players can battle, capture, and use in base building, uh, traversaling, and combat. Pal World can be played either solo or online with up to 32 players on one server, and it was announced to have early access on Windows, Xbox, One and Xbox Series XS, and it was released in January 19th, so a couple weeks ago. Now, the game is easily a comedic genius of an idea because the game's comedy premise involves using firearms and equipping pals that you can use and it's like it's crazy that the the game is basically known right now as Pokemon with guns and it's unbelievable because if you think about the concept of the game it's like Minecraft meets Pokemon (laughs) meets like third-person shooter game and it's it's insane because you can literally build an entire world however you think and want to do that's the coolest part is you can literally build it as open and as possible or as simplistic or as as elaborate whatever you want that's what's so immaculate about it and the coolest part too is that it's an open world game now why this is such an interesting conversation is not only for the fact of me telling you that this game literally has taken the world by storm. Millions of people have been playing it. So many people have been streaming it. So many people bought it. I played a couple nights with Scoo, shout out to little Scoo, just to give him some content so he can use for his own stuff and so I can get an idea of the game itself. And now the biggest controversy and why I said I think this is going to lead into much bigger things moving forward is that there was a big thing going around online about Pokemon was basically getting plagiarized by this, and there was allegations. So shortly after the release, a lot of people on Twitter, aka X, uh, they alleged similarities between the designs of several pals and Pokemon, with a user claiming to show multiple evidence of plagiarisms of game assets. However, the CEO of Pocket Pair stated that the character concepts were mostly designed by a single graduate student hired back in 2021, following the company's uh, public recruitment run of the new illustrations, and they went through vigorous legal clearing and reviews before even dropping the game now it got so big and so out of control and so many of these pokemon fangirl and fanboys shitting and just 
crying out their storm eyes and crying through their little blow-up pillows and all this stuff in their room that on January 24th, the Pokemon company issued a statement indirectly citing the game and writing, I quote, We have reviewed many inquiries regarding another company's game, uh, say the game, released in January 2024. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address and any acts of infringement or intellectual property rights related to Pokemon. Yeah, um, they didn't. And they're not going to. Because you have to remember, this game is what Pokemon should have been this entire effing time. And I'm going to say it, Power World has just bodied Pokemon, and it's not even close. Power World has given us the game in a comedic factor and in a fun, just trolly way that is miles better than any recent Pokemon game. Fight me on it and tell me otherwise. You want to talk about Pokemon Arceus, which got so repetitive and so boring and was so basically designed, nobody plays it anymore. You want to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield, which was such a major letdown, you literally had to buy an expansion pack just to enjoy it. Crazy. You want to keep going with all the other new ones? I don't. Since Pokemon has become, quite literally, the number one franchise of all time, and I have it here right in front of me. They're above Mickey Mouse and Friends. They're above Winnie the Pooh. They're above Star Wars, Disney Princesses, and Pond Man, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Barbie, Call of Duty, Marvel, Batman, Hello Kitty, Spider-Man, Transformers. They are the number one highest grossing media franchise of all time. Pokemon came out in 1996. It's at the moment $88 billion, if not more. This is honestly hysterical that a game that just came out, a small independent company that had a kid, a single kid doing the concept and designs, created and developed one of the best able body playing games that shits on Pokemon in a plethora of levels. And I'll tell you why again. Let's start on the fact that when you're playing Pal World, when you're running and moving through the world, which by the way, is truly a much more well-developed open world than any of the Pokemon games again, you can throw a ball and summon a Pokemon while you're moving and stop, summon it back and keep going and switch up. The, the level of how fluid this game is blows my effing mind. The attention to detail, the way that your pals play with you, move through your bases, help you build forage, gather things, help you do anything. It's You have to defend raids from other type of NPCs. It's just, there is so much that this game entails. I didn't even get that far into it. I only played a couple days, right? The fact of the matter is, the game is so complex, and there's so many levels to it, that once you obtain the final basic, I guess, principle of what you can get to, it looks like that's where you start doing end game stuff as well. Now, I have no more interest to play it. I got my... Uh, feeling for it i had enough time but the fact is how is it that within a gaming world right and you're one of the most major profitable franchises and biggest well-known games trading card companies in the world how is it that you get bodied by a game like this and you can't even have the decency to drop their name in your public release because you don't want to bring more attention to them how petty are you you have to take your l's with stride and it's disgusting to know that a game like pal world a individual game that is the first of its kind that's still an open beta base early release is miles above any single pokemon game i've played up to this point that's disgusting to even think about 
Because I've said this so many times, if Pokemon would just outsource its ability to a different studio gaming company or something for God's sakes and give us a truly well-developed game with the beautiful concept of the Pokemon world with open world ability to have the motion to play all... Dude, I remember how it was when I was a kid, right? I remember how great it was to play Red and Blue version. It was ahead of its time. It was something unthought about, something new that the world has never seen before. But we're bored at this point, dude. Nobody wants the same thing. We want more and we want something new. And it's sad to say that this entire concept of this game has literally destroyed Pokemon in every attribute. Open world ability, fluidity, the type of detail to the game itself and the characters, the fun trolliness and the stuff they put in with these pals using guns and stuff. Like, it's it's honestly... Crazy. And I remember reading an interview with the, it was either the CEO or the head directors of Pal World. And they talked about, and they said, yeah, you know, like I know a lot of people in the US are really weird about gender right now. So we just made it whatever, body type one, body type two. And also with guns, we know people in America like to shoot things. So we added guns to make it fun. And guess what? Both of those, instant success. It's so sad to know that we've become so programmable as consumers. We are so driven by political narratives, whatever it may be, social stigmas, inclusiveness, that it's so simplistic now to just make a good game if you just pay attention to what the consumers want and don't focus on corporate greed. Just make a damn good game, spend a couple years, and watch it flow. You know when I say that? It's because not only was Pal World one of them, there was another game that was going around for a while that took the freaking media empire by storm. It was that one where it was like people just running around in these little bases as these like uh, scavengers and stuff. I totally forgot what the, the game is called off the top of my head. But it was the same concept. Like this game came out of nowhere. A single developer made it himself. And it went freaking viral online because people have the funniest skits. And they're turning into voice actors because of how scared they get going to these bases and stuff. It's just, it's the start. This is literally the beginning. And I have so much to back it in saying we are heading towards a bright ass future for the gaming industry and also anime industry. We saw on the anime side major, major anime shows breaking apart from big studios to start their own studios. Chainsaw Man being one of them, and a plethora more. How dope is it to know that we are now in a space where we're not going to put up with that intolerance and dumb shit anymore. We're not going to allow these studios to work their entire crew and staff to the bone and to the grave. A lot of these people know their worth of their value and especially how good of shows they have. So they're breaking apart and starting their own anime studios to focus on their shows and to outsource and bring in even more better shows. I love it. I hate Monopoly system. I hate when all of it has all of it and one of it is all stuck within it. It is disgusting and destroys the empire as a whole. And I thought I was supposed to be on this bandwagon of saying that Crunchyroll is going to be the future home of Amazon and all this stuff. But Crunchyroll keeps letting me down. So how can I keep saying that if I keep seeing L's on Crunchyroll? Truly, they always get the weirdest and the not ever correct winners for their anime award show. They always go above and beyond and their most recent anime award show, they're trying to make it like a movie Golden Globe Oscar thing. I don't want that. I want it to be normal. I want it to be online and be a stream. Because guess what? That's how we're all watching it. 
We're not doing this whole movie cinema thing. I don't need freaking Megan Thee Stallion and all these celebrities who really don't give two thits about anime to go up there and present awards. I don't care. You're using their fame and their presence just to use them to show the growth of anime. It's despicable. We don't care about that. We love anime for what it is. I want gaming companies to focus on giving me truly good games. Stop wasting our time. Stop releasing half-assed products. Stop trying to hit your deadlines of your interior bracket of time orients because you want to make money the fastest the quickest you have to release it by this time or you're losing money i don't give two shits anymore okay i don't think any of us do i think as us as a populace we're truly going to start getting to a place as consumerism and say f all of you inflation is out the ass rent is out the ass all of these things are getting so hyper focused and literally raping people from the upside down and it's not even freaking willingly or accepted we are getting taken advantage of so bad it's time for us to stand up and support those who really give us good quality things and make it about you first that's why i told you before i don't go to events i'm tired of getting shoved into these events like a sardine to just enjoy the atmosphere how can you enjoy an atmosphere you can't breathe at Really tell me that. Little pop-up ones of local businesses and stuff like that, I support those. Mega cons and stuff now, I'm chilling. You guys can just piss off at this point. I don't want that. Major companies like Nintendo and all of these other outsourcing companies, MAPPA, destroying their video gaming product and just running it into the ground because they don't care about us, piss off. Kick rocks. It's our time to take a stand for the people and those who do the most for us. And I am a ride or die with Power World where I will literally say it is a 10 out of 10 game over Pokemon now. And if you ask me to put Pokemon up against Power World, it's not even a competition. Zero competition. This game has humor. This game has open world ability, beautiful character design, well done, well oriented, very smooth. It performs extremely well on my computer. It is everything I could have asked for from a Pokemon game, and I didn't even get it from Pokemon. How sad is that? So guess what? I hope Power World continues to grow. I hope its momentum carries. I hope people don't get too bored of it too fast, because I would like to see it still schnat on this mega empire of Pokemon. I truly do. And you literally can't change my mind on that. It's really time for a change in this space. And this is showing me yet again that it is coming. It's time to finally have the accurateness of what we deserve as fandom. And trust me when I say this, the anime world is going to get weird here soon. If for the next few years, I don't know when it's going to hit, where it's going to hit, but it's going to get weird. I just saw it with this Crunchyroll podcast. That's not going to be good. I saw it with all of these upcoming indecencies like we talked about with solo leveling and how they're throwing in these political agendas now into an intro piss off just give me a good performance anime show all of these things now within the gaming world anime world it's finally getting to a place where the consumers are going to take a stand and i personally love the fact that these pokemon fangirls and fanboys are losing their shit saying oh my god how can you guys support this this is disgusting it's a game it's a very well-made game a game that gives the fandom something to truly enjoy and play how dare you stand there and defend somebody who neglects you time after time and rips you of your money by constantly releasing the same pokemon charizard in every trading card set and you lose your shit trying to collect it just because it's a couple hundred bucks but by the time it's outsourced and cycled within a few weeks of the new series drops and it's freaking undervalued you could buy it for such a cheap price and sit on it there's no point even collecting it you have to remember this is not what it used to be we have to start taking a stand and making a difference within this headspace and absolutely supporting the things that make it your personal effort to be of their focal point you understand what i'm saying if a game shows that they're trying to do the best for you as a consumer and a fan not hiding it putting the best effort forward support it 
That's what this is about. If somebody has a good message, a good purpose, a good mindset, whatever it is, and they're trying to give you a freaking dope-ass product, support it. It's okay to support those who don't have a massive following, by the way. Just because they're not a mega empire, a mega content creator, whatever it may be. Like, even somebody like myself. If you ride or die with my stuff, be proud to say that. Enjoy it. Don't be afraid of what the world will delegate or say about you. Because this is the motion forward. The gaming world is proving it's going to make a change. The anime world is proving all of these now major animes that are constantly starting to break apart and form their own studios are showing you it's time. We are about this mess. It is time for us to change the world moving forward. And I am so effing yoked to see how this moves all of us into the next movement of everything forward. It's going to be a bop. Trust me when I say this, everything has to go through a cycle. When things get really good, it gets really weird for a while, and then the fandom falls off, and then it gets really good again, because then it's back to the true day ones. It's time for us to remove these Monopoly systems. Pokemon, take a bow. Y'all got clapped by a freaking other game that actually used a lot of innuendos and ideas from your guys' stuff, but you can't even sue them because they didn't copy anything. Every idea comes from something. Even Pokemon's ideas are from an even older game called, Oh, what? What was that? Oh, what? Oh, you never heard of this older game? Is it called like Dragon Quest? There was one that was like Dragon Monster Hunter or whatever. Let me just tell you, everything comes from something. No original ideas out there. Just remember that, okay? So be pumped for the future of the world of anime and gaming. They're both intertwined. That's why I'm so pumped about this and why I truly believe that Power World is the start of this. Just like Lethal Company, an individual developer, a guy who made a game that took social media by storm, had its fly, and people were playing it and enjoying the heck out of it. I'm sure they moved on by now, but it shows you the potential that not only social media has, but us as a populace, as fandom together, can come together and can change the world together. We can make a stand, we can make a change, we can truly divulge into the world the way we love it and push this forward. So let's continue to do that. Shoutouts to Power World. I had to give you a little bit of a stay, a little bit of a spotlight because trust me when I say, thank you for finally giving us a Pokemon game. We damn well deserve this entire time. Y'all rock and I am a absolute fan of what you did. Shoutouts to all of you guys. <laughs> Man, it's so dope, and I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure the Anime Award Show is coming up soon for Crunchyroll, and since I have been let down so much by them lately, I cannot wait for them to announce the winners so I can go through all of them again and let you guys know exactly if we still have a long way to go as anime fans or if we truly have finally started picking the right way, but I'm not sure, but I'm still excited to see where it goes. And also, don't be uh, wary. Don't be sad if you haven't seen me yet or haven't seen me doing stuff. I'm very focused on a lot of content and making moves and doing a lot of stuff. Just know I'm here and I still love you. And you can still join the Discord and get connected to me, be a part of anything if you need. Just click any of the links in any of my bios in any social media sphere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just reformatting, reshaping, and rediving back into love with what I love. So I hope you guys are enjoying the winter season. There's a lot of rain out here in Cali. Stay safe, stay blessed, and thank you for staying a while and listening. The ever-evolving content created by here, yours truly, Alex Tyshirt, in the wonderful world of anime senpai and shallow oceans. I'm excited to see what you guys have to say next week with me. Anime senpai, out.